They're bad. They're boys. And occasionally, they talk about running. Yes, it's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Heller. Admit I was a clone to be messing around, but that doesn't mean that you have to leave town. Better bye 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 bye. Better bye 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 bye. I'm not singing. Old oh, Ali Bailey. <laughs> Just because you're in a in a oh. youth hostel in Bristol doesn't mean that you can't join in with the do battery. How are you? How are you, Ali okay. Bailey? I'm all right. I'm, qu- I'm a bit tired, but I'm actually doing quite well. You're a bit tired? What have you been up to? Not much. I've been hanging out with Lorna for a whole week and she's been chewing my ear off. Really? I'm exhausted with her. Exhausted really? With her. She's, so, she's so needy. You said that before. You said that before. So, so listeners, so this is, this is an interesting one. So we've got... Uh, we're speaking to Ali because Ali, of course, is... Is it your first week of Rumbrit, or is it first ten days of Rumbrit? I can't. I, I don't know exactly how many days seven. is it. Been? So, so, so this week's a seven-day week. So like every week is. <laughs> day week. Um, it's got seven days in it. Yeah. First time ever. Uh, but we've been running for seven days. Today's the day. What day is today? Day eight. Is today day eight. I'm asking someone up there. She's ignoring. I mean, it 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 aligns with the actual date. Um, it's quite it's quite easy to remember. If I just stick with that, stick with looking at the day as right. to know what the day is as well. The thing is, right? For... I've gone into ultra mentalism where I I, I feel like I'm on drugs, but I'm not. Like so, I'm just like, uh, what? Like I can't even order a fucking coffee without being like, oh. Um, so you need so a pa- you need a pacer uh, for even even for your days off. Yeah, that's, I don't, that's why I need a pace for my days off. And do you know what Lorna's done? I've stopped seeing her mum. I'm sat here and in my prison bed saying, I don't know what day it is. Right, Rumbertania has been going for seven days. In that time, we've run 248 miles. You're meant to have run that, but I've done some more miles because I've taken some wrong turns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? We didn't even, we didn't even think about potential wrong, uh, wrong turns and optional out and backs um, that you might, you might have done. So, so let's 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 cover let's cover from the from the start and everything like you know what was like day one like what was the mood like how was were people nervous what what was that first day when when you kind of set off to be honest everybody was super cool and it was a little bit of an anti-climax because they don't put the land's end sign up do they you've got pay for it to be put up do you up between 11 and 4 and we were starting at eight. So we had the crap land's end sign, the rubbish one, to have our photo taken by. And there was no one there and nobody cared, which is a theme for the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the theme for, ev- for anyone doing any ultras. No one cares. It's just you're, no one's caring on a much bigger scale for you. <laughs> exactly. And people are like, oh, you're up for a jog? And you're like... And then we decided that when people say, where are you running to? We'd say, John O'Groats, because it made us look cool. But actually, we've given up on doing that now. We're just like, no, we're just ready to Bristol. We're just ready to Bridgewater. 
Um, but the first day, the first three days were really great. It was all along the southwest coast path. It was really super, super hilly. Exactly like people, well, I don't know if people listening to this know the southwest coast path, but it's from Land's End up the top, the northern part. The weather was amazing. If anything, it was too hot. Um, hang on a minute, my earpiece is falling out. Um, it was just lovely. And it's hard, don't get me wrong, like it is brutal. The terrain's brutal and it was, we did 35 miles a day. Um, but everybody's in really good spirits. There was a couple of issues with heat exhaustion. Um, but to be honest with you, everybody was just doing brilliantly. And everyone still is doing brilliantly. But it's very a very odd experience because you kind of... Yesterday we did 40, I did 46 miles. Everybody else did 42. <laughs> <laughs> but you're kind of like, why, why do I feel so tired? So it's only 46 miles. And you very quickly forget the day before you just like pushed yourself to the limit of endurance. Then you have to sleep on a hard bed in the youth hostel and then you go out and do it all again. And so it's, it's kind of a learning curve. And I think today, because today's first birthday, everybody's in a little bit of sort of shock and doesn't really know what to do with themselves. Yeah. Like, what, what do you do? I'm drinking as much chocolate milk as I can, eating as many cakes as I can. I'll have a nap, I'm going to do some work, and then that's it. But... Yeah, it's, it's, it's been amazing. It's very, the group that we're with, the group of people that we've got, are just absolutely brilliant. There's no one there that's a knob, apart from me. And everybody's just so lovely and kind and looking after each other. It's like you're in a, it's like Big Brother, I guess. Like you're in a Big Brother type bubble. I mean, that and, um, that's a good analogy until it gets further on. And then back, Big Brother then turn. Then are you, are you voting people off as as people start getting injured and holding everyone back. All of a sudden, you're losing people. Warrington, you're losing people. You know, further on, is that, that Big Brother turns bad normally? No, I don't think. I, I did think. I did think that yesterday. I basically had a bit of paranoia yesterday that everybody thought I was a dick, <laughs> uh, and then it went away. You don't need to be paranoid about that. <laughs> And I asked them, and I said, yeah, we do. Think <laughs> I mean, this was honest. Uh, they all ran away from me. Um, I thought you... I, Spike sent me a message. I, I thought you'd put... I Spike thought... sent me a message going... Oh, go on, go on. No, no. I thought I thought that you said it was a it was a group of do badders. Normally, when you say that you you've got a conglomerate of, of dicks there, which makes the dickishness absolutely fine because everyone's on the same level. No, no. I'm a more of a knob. <laughs> and um, yesterday, Spike sent me a message, and yeah. he's like, "Ali, why are you running a different way to everybody else?" And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "You're not everybody else on a different route." And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "You're on the original route because we changed the route a little bit yesterday." And I'm like, "I know what route I'm on, Spike. I, I'm, I'm I'm following like I'm on my route. Just leave me alone." But then I thought everybody else has gone on a different route because they don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't like day me. seven um, amazing and they don't want to run really so that's why and that went on for about an hour then after that i started running across the field and there was all these bits of old black bin bags i thought were dead bodies i really thought they were i was like jumping back from them i thought they were rolled up dead bodies and then we went on the monarch's way and it was the worst experience of my life bar none I've had proper mental health crises. The Monarch's Way is worse than that. Sorry, worse than Portsmouth Bin Marathon route? Hmm. It was worse than that? No, Monarch's Way is an... Ab- it was horrible. Why would anyone do that to themselves, ever? Like, why? It's just the wor- it was the worst. Um, but, we, yeah, we're having, we are having a proper lovely time. I don't know whether this is going to change, and I don't know whether it'll get to the end of day week two, because it's five weeks, this. 
and we'll be like fuck this or whether it will just keep going on being lovely because you do wake up in the morning you've got a job to do you need to cover those miles and then you cover them and then you have your dinner and you're having a laugh and then the same thing happens over and over again it's like a lovely fun hippie style trait oh because we forgot yesterday that uv rays can get through gray cloud <laughs> and so all of us and also the monarch's waves attacked us like a bengal cat so all of our legs are completely shredded um it was yeah yesterday was tough yesterday was the lowest elevation day my watch said it was eight thousand feet it wasn't it was about three um so it was the lowest elevation day but it was the hardest i think it's probably because it was the end of the week but the but the nav is just that's the thing if anyone's going to you know, go out and actually do the one Britannia event learn how to nav because it's so exhausting constantly looking at your watch yeah and half the trails aren't marked and it's and it is on the southwest coast path and it is on you know the monarch's way and it is on this and it is on that but it's so hard especially around as you come in, into bristol through the mendips like i found it extremely difficult and i used to live it so yeah um it just makes you real tired but yeah everyone's cracking on some people are a little bit broken but we've got physio today so they're getting fixed yeah um yeah and so what 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 have the days looked like then so you say you've been getting up what relatively early what running solidly or running and stopping for lunch or anything or how, how what the days actually look like from start to finish a typical a typical day is we get up at 6 30 we have breakfast at 7 30 because we're in your youth hostel so present us with breakfast at 7 30 and then usually we're in the vehicle by eight, running by half eight, latest. Okay. And then it's taken us between six and a half and 12 hours a day, 12 hours for like the 40 mile plus day. Um, and we have a pit stop every 10K, um, sorry, every 10 miles usually. We have more on the long day. And so at the pit stops, I think on average, people are taking five to 10 minutes and then lunchtime pit stop, maybe 15. Yeah. Sandwich. But the catering has been next level brilliant. And it's all like gym from Rat Race plus a one one other. They've been making us sandwiches. They've been making us big old lasagnas. They've been making us puddings. Nice. Been, it's been, we've eaten loads, but obviously we're all still in calorie deficit because it's pretty difficult to, to eat what we're running off. But I don't think I've ever been to an event that's been better catered, to be quite frank. You ask for it, they get it for you. It's pretty amazing. I've eaten... Not about nine bag family sized bags of fruit pastels in the last seven days. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, so what and time? I just ordered, I just ordered 90 gels. 90, <laughs> 90 to be delivered. Which will be a, a week's worth. Hmm, these are going down well. What are so yeah, it's just really difficult to get the food in, to be honest. And then what's so um, so? What time are you kind of generally finishing? And then what does that? What does the kind of afternoon evening routine look like on a on a on a running day? Uh, because everyone's different paces, we are um, it's, we sort of spread out a little bit, but we all come in within the hour. Oh okay. Um, it was different yesterday because yesterday was a long day. Um, we all come in within the hour, and we can't go anywhere until everyone's in because we obviously have to get the vehicle and drive to the accommodation. Yeah. So usually we'll get back between sort of half six, half seven, have a shower, eat about eight, in bed, asleep by nine. And actually everyone is so been so grown up. We are having such a laugh, Jodie. We are crying with laughter most days, but no one has touched a drop of alcohol, which really surprises me. Um, everyone's on the alcohol-free beers. We're all like 
going to bed at nine o'clock like good girls and boys sometimes ten um and then getting up at half six it's just like a well-oiled machine everyone just cracks on with it i think it's it it's because the people that are doing it have got some experience and are just lovely people i think if you got a bad egg in the in the basket you'd have a problem yeah wow. but, um we we're just so lucky but i mean if you'd come it'll be completely different it would be like whinging it i don't whinge i don't do like... i don't you remember i don't do you you always expect me to be like whingy whingy running i whinge outside of running when i'm running i'm absolutely fine Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, yeah. You well, ask Lorna. Lorna knows that I don't whinge. Lorna's gone to see her mum now. Um, she's not interested in this conversation. But, um, yeah, we're just really lucky that everybody is kind of... There hasn't been any rows yet. And we have actually... We have actually broached the subject of what if we fall out with each other. But I don't honestly think we will. I think it's all, like, just... Right, I'm sitting on someone else's bed. I'm sitting on Rachel's bed. I've got this milkshake. In my head, I'm saying, do not spill the milk. <laughs> do not spill the milk. I mean, that would look that would look pretty disgusting in a youth hostel. Uh, that... <laughs> you walk into a bed and there's uh, brown liquid all over your uh, all over your mattress. Dirty protest. <laughs> what are you, Amber Heard? Dirty protest. She says it's chocolate milk, <laughs> but there's a lot of it. <laughs> So yeah, I, I suppose the the whole not drinking thing that does make sense in terms of um, because I, I you know one of the probably big, big issues it's going to be for people is is uh, problem with the stomach or anything because that's the only thing that could really feet and and tummy issues. Has anyone s- suffered from feet or tummy issues? The the kind of the big killers. So this is something. This is really interesting. Amanda, I'm gonna I'm gonna just walk you around the room because I know this is going to be on YouTube, and they can't hear because I've got my headphones in. Amanda, here we're giving each other nicknames. So Amanda's, what's your nickname? The witch, because she's given everybody this ankle anterior thing, and now all their ankles are all massive. And then over there is Rachel, and we've given her the nickname the ghost because you'll be at an aid station chatting to her. You'll turn around, and she's gone, and she's just run off on her own. Um, and. Uh, there was a point to this, and I totally forgot what it was. What was the question again? People suffering from oh, yeah. either foot People or stomach issues. So I've had... Um, Amanda has had a foot thing, which meant that she hasn't been around for three days, but it's getting better. It was an infection in her foot, and it blew up like um, elephant man. It was like gout. It was like gout! It was like gout! <laughs> Not as painful. I'm sure it, it wasn't was- as painful. It wasn't, it wasn't as painful as your gout, and obviously you were the first person in the UK. <laughs> I invented gout, so, um, yes. Yeah, you invented it. But it was big, it looked great. But that's, she's, she'll be back in the game on Monday. And um, Rachel did suffer a bit with the heat. We all suffered with the heat. But I think she's come to the other side of it now. I think she's now a heat expert. Um, and everybody has got sore feet. And, and, and the boys, but so the witch, she has now cursed all the boys. They've got the same injury, which is this thing on their foot like it looks like you've done a shoe you've synchronized right? injuries um, that's I, it, I didn't realize that was a yeah. thing i think it's because we're all going down the southwest coast path is really rutted and you're going down on your ankles a lot yeah um and so yeah but i mean <laughs> i haven't suffered with anything apart from a bad back like an old woman um <laughs> but it's, it's interesting i think people break in a bit and then next week they'll break a bit more and then towards the end of next week they'll be all right again yeah, your body takes but takes a couple of weeks for your body to get used to it. Yeah, but mentally we are all like 
hundred percent in the game. No, we've had this conversation yesterday. At no point has anyone gone, I'm not going to make it. Like, even when you're in real pain and you're, and people are in real pain, wet feet yesterday on the Monarch's Way, everybody was in real pain. And it's the sort of thing that in an event you may well pull out, but in this, it's like, no, I won't. And it's not, it's not bloody mindedness and it's not, oh, I don't want to pay to do it again. It's just, it's a weird, like, I have to get this job done type thing and and everyone's supporting each other and everyone wants each other to win there is no person here that is you know you can get people that are a bit alpha and a bit of a dick yeah there's none of that there's none of it everybody yeah. wants everyone else to win and like amanda's coped the last three days like so well with because she's just crude whereas if it was me that was out for three days i would be a horrible bitch <laughs> i would be horrible <laughs> sabotaging it go on eat this there's no i promise you that there's uh there's no laxative in it in any way (laughs) have you got a bad tummy ache would you like some more of this nice water yeah don't spill the milkshake so what has what has uh, the thing is when you look at all this on social media it looks incredible in terms of you know southwest uh southwest coastal path um, like you're all together and things like that. It typical kind of social media that it looks really enjoyable and and easy and fun and and full of bants and laughter and everything else, which is which, which I suppose it, it it kind of needs to, doesn't it? In order to in order to to encourage people to to do it as well. Um, I was going to ask you whether any when anyone you know has had that kind of wobble yet, but the the other thing is has. You predicted other people, you know, injuries and stuff that people were, were suffering from before. Have any of those come true? Or is anyone struggling with the with the kind of injuries that you were you were predicting that they would have at this point? Mm, no, um, there are people are, have struggled, and there has been times where people are like, "I'm going to have a bit of a cry when I get home tonight," and, they, and I think they have had a bit of a cry when they've got home. But the thing about the social media, because I was thinking about this, I'm like, "Am I portraying this is too easy?" Oh, yeah, absolutely. I look at it and going, oh, I should be doing that. Yeah, but that's what I want. I want people to say they should be doing it because nobody here is an elite endurance athlete. Nobody. It's really, really hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. But it's about... it. We're a such tight group already that we're, and we're all supporting each other. If I couldn't do this on my own, I think I would have given up. I think my back... I would have gone, my back's too bad. But the camaraderie of everyone lifting each other up... It is hard. I'm telling you now, this is not something that a novice, someone that's only done a few trail mountains could do. It's, yeah. not, it's just not. But I, I'm showing it exactly the way it is. I'm having the time of my life. I'm so happy at the moment. If I could, I feel like I could do this forever. That will probably change. And I think it will change when I really start to miss home and start to miss Pickle in like yeah. week three. I'm seeing her next week, so I'll be buoyed up again. But I think week three will be really interesting. At the moment, I feel like we're all still in the honeymoon period. Yeah. But maybe it won't be like that. Maybe it will just be amazing. Because, yeah, how's, how's everyone coping with either, like, not working or not seeing their families and, and anything else? Has there been has there anything, anything around that? Because I think that's the thing that probably would put a lot of people off or would think, oh, I could never do this because I couldn't be away from my family for this long. I could never take that amount of work off. Are there any like feelings of guilt, anything else like that? Or, it, like you said, is it still honeymoon period and people are okay? Okay, when you think about it, right, if you, when you get, you know, when you're a bit, a bit younger or even a bit older and you start to go on a gap year or take a sabbatical from work, you have it as planning for ages, right? Yeah. So, 
I'm going to take five weeks off work. You don't just take five weeks off work and then six months later go and do it. Usually it's a few years, and this has been three years in the making. So people have been excited yeah. about three years. It's like a once a once in a lifetime thing. It's like traveling to Australia. You know, you're only going to do it once, or or doing something really enormous. So it's funny because Ross was like, "Oh, I promised my boss I'd work on Wednesday. Today he's going to work on. I'm not working on Wednesdays because I need to rest." And the guilt's gone. He's like, "I just need to focus on me." And I think that a lot of people will come out of this. A lot of the pe- people when they go and do the actual event will come out of this. Like, it's important for me to spend time focusing on me yeah. because it makes me into a better partner a better husband a better dad mum, a better worker and this has been in planning for a really long time so it's not just uh, there's a lot of people saying oh, how do you take five weeks of work you just fucking take five weeks of work you just say to your clients or to your boss i want a sabbatical i'm going to do it next year is that okay you save up some money and you do it if you can't save up the money and if your boss says no get another job that pays more and save up some money like if you really want to do it, just go and do it. It's not just an off-the-cuff thing. People didn't decide to do this last week. They decided to do it two or three years ago. And the same with the people on the event. They, they signed up for it two or three years ago. They're paying it in installments. They're going in 2023 or 24. Some people signed up for 25, 26. So it's not an off-the-cuff thing. Um, and it's like anything you do to change your life, you know? Like, it's just planning, just fucking planning. Um, but I think... Everyone here is having, like, everyone here is having such a great time, but learning so much about themselves as well, like learning to let go of stuff, not worry about stuff, and take time for themselves. And I just think that's quite invaluable, quite an invaluable thing to do. And I'd recommend it to anyone. That's why I go and do this stuff. And when, when you time to, do, to look after me, has there been one of the things we talked about in uh, in when we talked about this in the last bad stuff? It were environmental factors, locals. Um, mm. Dickheads, that kind of stuff. Have, have you had have you had any any issues with that? At the, uh, you know, uh, in your first seven days, mainly cows. But okay. I've met some nice farmers and some not so nice ones. Uh, oh really? Why? Why? What, what? What? You chased off land or something? No, the cows are chased off land, and we've had to change the route because the cows' babies are in fields and they are absolute bastards. As we got. So the South West Coast Path was fine because there's no one on it. Yeah. Just a few walkers and everyone's lovely. Then you get down to Somerset. That's when it starts. And you're running through farmland land. And it's all public rights of way. And it's all public footpath. It's all OS maps. But the farmers gate it off. Put, yeah. put electric fences around it. Put, like, bull in field signs. You go up, you know, we marked out a drove just outside Cheddar yesterday to run up. Got there. Someone's got up a sign saying private drove, no right of way. I'm pretty sure it was permissive path, but they've taken the permission away. And they can on a permissive path at any time. Yeah. Um, we've met a couple of lovely farmers, a couple of people that shouted at us, you shouldn't be on that side of the fence. And it's like, we're following this. We're not doing, we're just literally running down the side of the field. Um, and I know that recently uh, they've recommended the, um, who is it? It was some sort of thing in Parliament said, farmers shouldn't shout, get off my land. They should say, hello, are you lost? And help be helpful. <laughs> But some of them just don't fucking want you on their land. <laughs> no, they really don't. do anything to stop you. And so we haven't met... To be honest with you, the worst experience I had was in Bristol last night when I went outside for um, uh, a walk and um, two blokes shouted at me, All right, love, fancy giving me a blowjob? And I was like, <laughs> Wow, what a chat-up line. 
I know. I, I politely declined the offer. I tried to think of a witty comeback. Wow. Tempting. I was wearing my pajamas and fluffy socks and a pair of sliders and like, no makeup on. So in a way, she was just thought, still got it. Ultra oh, totty. Ultra totty. Ultra totty. There's news of ultra totty. You know, it precedes you. Spreading far away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and a couple of blokes like in cars coming past, honking their horns and being like, oh, oh, and it's like, you really don't want to have sex with me, I think. But, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, does that even work? Oh, has that ever worked for you? Has anyone ever gone, stop the car? It must, I, the thing is... I'd love to go out for you on a date with you. The thing is, I, I, it's like you know—you have like those Nigerian scams, and you get so many of them, and you think these, these can't work. You know, this can't work with anyone. They must work with someone because they—they they still keep using them. It, there must be—they must have had some kind of success with that approach, that has meant that they're—they're they're going to persist with it. It's—it's it, it's utterly ridiculous that they do it, and utterly awful, but. They must have had some kind of success. Have you ever met anyone and said, oh, wow, how did you meet your husband? Oh, he hollered at me out of a white van. (laughs) No. Imagine (laughs) that. What is the story of you coming together, telling that one at the wedding? Mm. And when he shouted that... um... Um... Oh, when he dear. started to get your tits out for the lad, <laughs> I just I chortled and thought, what, that's the sort of man I want to be with. Well, you don't... The thing is, the thing is, really... Okay. The answer is, we haven't, we haven't had any, any real bad problems with people yet. I'm waving these scissors around because I don't want to sit on them again. <laughs> that's good. That's good. And so what about what about actually, like, resting and sleeping? How was, how is sleeping? Because I, whenever I've done, like, multi-days and things like that, I've always found sleep a little bit difficult, you know, um, the first couple of days um, and then not a problem after that. How how has sleep been? Because you've also got the added element of being in youth hostels and youth hostels aren't normally the quietest of places and you've got people coming and going and, and everything else like that. How how kind of has sleep been? Or doing that thing where you get uh, up and where you desperately need a wee um, because you've drunk so much water beforehand. That, that, that one as well, that's really annoying. Um... We've got bunk beds. Look, prison. Oh, wow. So there's always a debate of who's going to have to go on the top because it's getting out of bed in the night is... Awful. Like, sort of like my first few days wins. Um, but um, it's been all right because we just get... We get in. We're all really good. We get in. We sort our packs. We have a shower. We've all got it down. To, yeah, I'm in a dorm with the girls. It's a boys' dorm. Don't know what the fuck goes on in there, but I've heard stories. They've all got the same foot disease. I don't know what they've been doing to each other. <laughs> Um, but but with us, we've got the showers down to 10 minutes. We've got this, um, everyone's got their like massage guns and they're doing that. We um, are really good at just going to bed. And like, we know that some people fast, not fast, but some people do their bags for a little bit longer than others. And there's some crunching noises, but you're just like, this is how it is. And it also, you're so knackered, you do just go to sleep. The problem I've had is the beds, I, I miss my bed, I miss my dog, and the beds are youth hostel beds, and my back has been absolutely killing me. So I've been if I have to go to the toilet, I have to roll off the bottom bunk onto the floor like a slug, like crawl my way to the door before I can actually get up, which is nice. Um, but all in all, like, sleep is really good because you're absolutely knackered. We're running 30, average 35 miles a day, and we're not walking it. We are running it. We're yeah. doing it in, you know, between six and a half and eight and a half hours. So we've been pretty speedy. I think average pace has been in between 13-minute miles, 16-minute miles. 
which doesn't sound very fast, but when you see those hills, mm. especially the ones between Bude and Tintagel, like I was told the worst part of the coast path was between uh, Land's End and St Ives, but it's not. It's between Bude and Tintagel. It is absolutely nightmare. It's so hilly. It's very beautiful, but it is absolutely exhausting. And, um, you know, you mentioned the stomach thing before, and that's the other thing is learning what you can and can't eat. I've been having mountain fuel shakes at every stop and um, trying not to eat anything with too much fibre in because it will upset the stomach. But then Jim got me a veggie sausage the other morning and I had it and that was the biggest mistake I'd made of the whole trip. It was just like, nope. Um, so it's like, it's, this is awful, but it's like, especially girls, but it's like learning your toilet routine. Like, what, who needs a poo when? <laughs> Make sure that people have their poo time and, and all that sort of stuff. And um, it, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of really gross things but we're, we're all sleeping well we're all really looking after each other if and the worst thing is when someone is like i don't feel well or i'm i've got a heat stroke or my foot hurts or you just want to help them and you can't you just can't help them oh. the medics i thought you could say oh but... you, you don't want to hang around with them because they're they're just slowing you down oh they stop you can't just leave them on the trail <laughs> Yeah, you don't want the witch to give it to you. You don't want the, the witch to curse you with whatever she's got. Um, but you you just want people to win and you want them to be okay. And like the other day, Lorna, was, Lorna said to me yesterday, classic Lorna, pit stop one, I don't think I can do this. And I'm like, yes, you can. What can I do to help you? All I could do was give her a pair of socks because her feet were really wet. Then she got the second win and she finished about 25 minutes before I did. She just absolutely smashed it. It's all mind games with Lorna. It. It's all mind games. She's never, ever in trouble. She's just, she's always, she's just, she's just playing everyone. Incredible. I 100% agree with you. She just fucking wants to win. She just wants to win. She's keeping tally. She'll watch, she'll watch, she doesn't watch any, doesn't listen to any episodes and watch anything back. She'll watch this because she was in this for about four seconds. Just to, just to, just to say. She watched all my Insta stories yesterday and she laughed at two of them. So, also. The ones where you got lost. Ha 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 ha. Ah, I've got an advantage yeah. over you. <laughs> yeah, well, she fell over yesterday, so she <laughs> fell over in the, in the bushes. Apparently, she's on her back like a tortoise. <laughs> there is, there is nothing quite as pathetic as um, as being towards the end of an ultra and falling over and just being in that situation where you're like, ah, do I have to get up? I do have to get up. Can I get up? I don't know if I can even do this. There is there are so many variables here. Whereas normally people go, I'm just going to get up. It's like a scene from one of those war films where you're like rolling around the floor, clawing at the earth <laughs> on your own. It's just how on your own, hoping. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. And so, um, what, ab- what about what about logistics and stuff? Because I saw that in some of the uh, some of the uh, social media, you there are ferries to get across and things like that. How does how has that worked in terms of timings and stuff like that? Well, because it's test pilot, we're testing everything. Um, I'm quite keen on testing if you can drive the route because <laughs> that would be nice and running it. But no, it wouldn't. Not in summer. Not around this time. I went to Hellard's wedding right. and drove back. And the traffic is a nightmare. It's quicker running. It would have been quicker running. I said that yesterday when we got to, when we got to Bristol. I was like, I cannot believe we've run from Lansdowne to Bristol in seven days. This is absolutely amazing. Um, and Jim was like, you could drive that faster. And I was like, 
no, you couldn't. You couldn't drive it faster. It would still take you seven days. Yeah. The traffic's so fucking shit. But um, we, um, so the first day was Land's End to uh, Pad, wherever, not Pad, Port Reef. So there's that bit that goes around Hale. It's horrible. And we were like, we don't want to go around Hale. If the tide's low enough, we'll cut through the beach where there's like a little estuary. Oh, yeah. So we waded up to our waists through that, but it cut off a good two miles that are horrible and ugly. There's just an industrial state, so you don't want to run around. No, exactly. So we're doing stuff like that. Like, can we, can we beat the tide and get across? And if we can... And they can do that on the event. We'll get the Coast Guard to set up some ropes and we'll just rope people across. With Padstow to wherever it was that day, uh, you have to get the ferry from Padstow across that bay or else you're going to have to add a good six miles running and that'll make it a 40-odd mile day. And it's not even nice running. So you just get the ferry straight across. That's the only day we'll do that. There'll be no more ferries. Oh, well, not. That's the only way? Okay. Yeah, because we just want people to be able to start to start on the other side so that's always going to be part of the route and also people are coming on this massive adventure to see the uk one of the things this is doing is showing me and i've lived in the uk my whole life how amazing and beautiful the uk is it really is and we don't give it credit it's absolutely stunning and so to be able to go and you know have a ferry ride from padstow and wade through the the estuary at hale and see the white beaches of like port Towen and yeah, they, they train like the SAS up at Perrinport on those dunes to run across those or attempt to run across them. It's absolutely stunning. The UK is an absolutely beautiful place to live, especially the routes we're doing. They are tough. I reckon 80% trail this week, 20% road. And um, I want to ask you this. I want to ask you the same question. I want to ask you the same question about this. It would, like, I think, it, isn't it like end of week two, start of week three or something? That kind of... I don't know if that's around the most beautiful, some of the most beautiful parts of uh, of the UK as well. When you're going through the northwest, I'm going to tell you. I've got the thing up right. So next week we visit Monmouth, nice. Hay on Wye, nice. nice. Bishop's Castle, nice. nice. Ellesmere, nice. Frodsham, nice. Whittaller Woods, nice. That's where it's. Oh no, hang on. Let me go to the lakes. Yeah, it's going to be. There is going to be like five days, which is pretty horrible. Yeah. Like, but I guess. Like, I've quite enjoyed doing the road bits because they take away the trail's so hard to navigate and it's so gnarly and overgrown and, and rocky and horrible. Yeah. But it, it just is what it is. And the thing is, you do know we are going to get to like, we're going to get to Scotland and then we get up to the West Highland Way and that's the last week. So, really, in my head, the last week doesn't count because it's glory lap and it's like, it's going to be so epic. So, I'm like, not worried about that. And, 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 this route has really surprised me. When we got to Bristol, I was like, oh, I know the way from Cheddar to, um, to Bristol. Yeah. It wasn't the route I thought it was going to be. They put it all on trail. So they are constantly surprising us with their little wibbles and quibbles. And um, and it's really interesting. I'll tell you what else I've realised. There are loads of fucking rich people in the UK because the houses are massive everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose coastal ones are going to be. Coastal ones and, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Like people have got money. I'm like, I feel like making some flyers a la Hellard and putting single 40-year-old lady sleeping widower for fun times maybe more in the letter boxes. That's a good idea. Maybe you should, nah, what you should do, maybe you should just hang around outside and when they drive out, you just go, what a blowjob. Because it, it, if it works for men, it's got to work for women. That's a good idea. Instead of show your tits love, look at my tits love. <laughs> show them. Show them. Yeah, offer them. They're, it's it's a, 
this is is this is this how is this how you take back power from that? I'm not sure it's the right approach, but but it's an attempt. Well, it would be it would be really interesting. They'd be like, "What? It's like, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel horrible?" Yeah, that's how I feel all the time. Thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing it. I'll, t- I'll test it in Wigan. <laughs> we're thinking of inviting the Wig. We're thinking of inviting the Wigan runner to run the first five k out of Wigan. <laughs> That would be incredible. So, have other do-badders turned up? Kind of like how much kind of additional support and everything? I, I can sort of tell that there, there have been um, images and, and things like that. I'm so proud of BBR because the only people that come to see us have been BBR. I mean, that doesn't really say much, does it? But um, Lawrence has been out with us. Uh, Lawrence and his dog Tenzing. Um, his dog's called Tenzing. Yeah, his dog's called Tenzing. Fucking hell, that's good. Very cute dog. Um, uh, Paul Jukes has been out to see us. Yep. He's going to come and see us today in Bristol. And then yesterday we had Max came out to see us. Spike's been out to see us. Um, yeah, there's been a few do-badders. Um, and it, we're in Bristol today, so there, there's a few coming down. I'm going to go for lunch with Spike and um, and maybe see Paul for dinner. But all but they've just been so lovely. Um, who else? Oh, Maria White came around with us. And then a girl called... Gabrielle ran with us last week. Um, Sarah and Cara are running with us next week. But if anyone listening wants to run a little section, just message me on Instagram and say where you live. You do need to be able to run 30 miles relatively comfortably and self-sufficiently. And you need to be able to get there and get yourself back. But we'll support you on the day with like water and stuff. But having people run with us has been so lovely because we do love each other, but we don't really run together. We sort of spread out. Yeah. Whereas if someone's come to run with us, they'll chat to us. And the day goes past quite quite quickly. So I felt pretty shit yesterday, just mentally a bit, like, down and sad. And then Spike came along for, like... <laughs> and then it got worse. Three hours. And, it got, and then I thought to myself, could be worse. You could be running with him for 30 days. And I'm not. That was all right. Um, but it was just really... Yeah, it was really nice to see. It's really nice to see people. And it just... The, th- the thing is, really, ultimately, no one really, you feel like no one really cares. And that's, that's okay. I'm really learning to be comfortable with the fact I'm doing this for me and not yeah. for anyone else. But just having a few familiar faces, I'm really looking forward to seeing Pickle next week. Um, and uh, even if Pickle's a dog. And um, seeing Sarah and Cara, it just keeps you going. And having those little buffers of, just got to get to this day, just got to get to that day, that that's really helpful. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. And has anything... Gonna... Go on. Go on. No, no, no. I want to hear your question first. Um, we should do this again in, like, two weeks. It'd be really interesting to do it again in two weeks. No, I think so. See if anything's changed. If it hasn't, I'll just go, nothing's changed, and that'll be the end of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know everything that we said. I'll, I'll hold you to each of these things. You said that, you know, a week ago, that this was the greatest group of people that you could imagine. How do you feel about that now? Mm-hmm. Um, the, fucking hell. Uh, why am I on this? No. Um... Uh, is there anything that has surprised you? Um, so you've mentioned like how beautiful the UK is. Anything about surprise you either about the experience itself or um, anything that's happened differently than you would have expected based on your previous experience running, doing doing multi-day events, etc.? Um, just how organised everyone is and how willing everyone is to, this sounds ridiculous, but play by the rules. Because the rules, there are, the rules being, you get up at six thirty. If you want your feet done, it's seven o'clock to see the medic. Half yep. past seven is breakfast. Eight o'clock in the van, and everyone has been so good. Everyone's been ten minutes early downstairs. Bags fully packed because we're staying in different places every night. So 
is a lot of like kit faff you know um this is going to happen at this time people are there 10 minutes early uh, this is going to happen and no one whinges so if someone finishes an hour if the first person in finishes an hour before the last person in they're cool with that they're gonna they'll stay in the, they'll wait in the van they have a stretch they're gonna get an ice cream there's no like oh can you not take me back to the accommodation and come back to that person there's none of that it's yeah all, and i've been really surprised by how admin savvy everybody is because in, i've had experiences before where there's people you know there's people that just don't give a shit about time yeah and like it doesn't matter from 10 minutes late. and it's like but you're really affecting the entire group and they're like yeah but I'm I'm not done doing what I'm doing, and it's like that's not how it works in a group scenario. There's been none of that, um, and everyone's been super good. So that's surprised me, and I'm also surprised by how well everyone's holding up physically, even though everyone's got their little injuries. I'm I just think that these people are incredible. I really do think they're incredible, and I, and I want to say, you know, anyone can give this a go, and they can. But everyone on this trip has been training for this in some way, shape, or form for three or four years. With, with their running so they're not complete newbies um but but they're also not major experienced multi-day ultra runners so let's see what happens in week two and three if they can, if we can all keep it up but i'm just super super impressed and i think because everyone's so impressed with everyone else the mental thing is really good and everyone's like i'm gonna do my best not to get injured and i'm gonna do my best to do the best i can and all that sort of stuff so it's about camaraderie looking after each other and that's why these things are amazing you know, I've spent a lot of time feeling in my life, feeling very lonely, like no one understands me or like, I don't know. Yeah, mainly that, that, oh, I'm not good enough to fit in. And with this, it's all stripped back. You are exactly the person, you're just who you are. There's no pretending because people see you 24 hours a day. And it's just lovely to be part of a little community of people that are just traveling together and getting on with each other, looking after each other and and know that, you know, there's no bullshit, there's no, I'm doing my social media, but there's no emails or outside pressure. Yeah. How much do you earn? What job have you got? What car have you got? There's none of that. It's just we're all here doing the same thing. And we're all looking after each other while we're doing it. So if the world were to end, I would want these people to be on my squad because they're just brilliant. All of them are amazing. See, the thing is, I when I think about the... Because I've, I've, I've talked about this before, but I think about the races that I like the most, the things I like the most, and it's multi-day events. And I do think it is... The, the kind of the group aspect to the multi-day event that makes it as good as it is because it's just it's just a series of runs isn't it it's just there's no real difference between yeah. doing that and a, and a bunch of ultras together but it's there's a physical element to it which I, I like having to get up each day and do it but it is being part of the same group and constantly yeah. sharing that experience with them and and I, I just yeah. I don't I don't think many things can beat that in terms of a, a running experience, which is why people go like fucking do lally over um, MDS and stuff like that because it's probably the first thing that they've ever done where they've had that group experience that is connected mm-hmm. with with some sort of endurance feat, and so doing that, so which yeah. is why people come back from these different events like massively enthusiastic and probably slightly depressed because they've left their little group behind and everything. So. So, so I'm not saying that you know that actually the you know in four weeks' time when you leave them all behind, it's going to be this massive crash and you're going to miss them all terribly, and then you're all actually going to want to move in I together in a, in a big big mansion or something like that. The other thing I really like is you said these people who are on this aren't like you know massively experienced um, endurance athletes and not massively experienced like multi day. It's the type of event that once you've done it. All of a sudden, you are a massively experienced ultra runner and a massively experienced multi-day runner, considering the amount, the volume that you've you've put in. So it's almost like a a shortcut 
to experience. It is. It, well, I think it is. You'll be. We are already so down on our admin. Like we have got admin down to the T. We've got those pit stop turnarounds. We're not rushing, but we can do it five to ten minutes each. There's no messing about there. Um, you know, I think that you will come out of it. Like I'm. So my big thing after this is Dragons Back, and this is giving me so much confidence for those long, long days and recovery. What to eat, what to drink, how to do it quickly and quietly, so that. You don't wake up people when they're sleeping it's such good practice so yeah everyone will come out of this like proper multi-day experience and we've got all these little tricks and tips and stuff that um that to share with people which i won't share now because i'll make people pay me for them um, <laughs> there's there's always a way to monetize it that's what you're going to be looking at monetize it monetize you've got five weeks of potential monetization Keep that baby nappy rash ointment a secret. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's a, it's a shortcut to greatness. Shortcut uh, to greatness. Even if you don't finish. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, even if you're not going to do it every single day, you've learned. You learn how to cope with disappointment. The way, like I said to you earlier, the way Amanda has dealt with having to be in the van for three days, she's crude. She's looked after everyone. She's gone and got stuff that we needed and she's been so positive and i don't know if i would if i well if i end up in that van i don't know if i'll i'll be like that i don't know if i'll be able to i feel like i'll just be crying the whole time and get a massive fomo but she's an example to everybody in how to deal with that like she's super psyched about starting again on monday and we're super psyched to have her back we're all going to be elbowing each other out the way to run with her because we've missed her but um you know ross is like i want you to be injured forever because you make the best squash <laughs> like that's not <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're, we're having a proper laugh and everyone's having a great time and I'm literally having the time of my life, so I hope that doesn't change. Oh, that's lovely. Well, it's probably a good time to wrap it up and I imagine that you probably want to go to sleep or have a rub down or whatever have, it whatever it is that you do. I'm going to I've had a rub down. I've already had a rub down this morning. I'm going to have a nap and then I'm going to go for lunch with Spike and then I'm going to have another nap and then I'm going to do some work. Oh, well. Have a lovely day. Enjoy yourself and good luck in week two. We'll, I'll probably, yeah, we'll probably catch up with you in a couple of weeks' time. See how it goes. Catch up with us in a couple of weeks' time. I love you. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for talking to you. I love you as well. And good luck to everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>